Good morning, everyone. I'm just trying to think Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Good morning, everybody, on this wonderful Wednesday morning. It's actually dark outside still. Um, this whole time change time change thing. It's been wonderful. A bunch of flyaways here. It's been wonderful at night. Um, but uh the mornings are interesting, really interesting. Um up and early this morning at the gym, did legs. Working a lot on my legs lately. Joel's been telling me to work on my legs more. Um, and I wanted to talk this morning um, about uh, uh, a couple of different topics. But first, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And I've been training for uh, about 20 years, 10,000 dogs, travel the world, training dogs, uh, doing seminars, over 300 of them, been in the podcasting and radio industry for 13 years. Um speak by mind, don't sugarcoat anything at all, um, which um, creates a love and hate relationship with a lot of people, which is fine. Um, facts are important to me. The truth is important to me. Um, it's extremely important. Um, if, if someone someone can have an opinion on something, um, but that doesn't make it correct, um, and if you're offended by the facts, that's not on me at all. Um, that's on you. Um, and and we're, seeing, we're seeing a lot of that right now um, out in this industry. Um, I do a daily podcast Monday through Friday, the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I do with Joel a Q&A podcast every Wednesday and Friday night. Sometimes we do it on Saturday night, depending if Angelo has a soccer game or not. And that's on at um, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so tonight we have a Q&A show. Um, a, a lot of, uh, what I talk about is on my morning shows are on more of the, the ranty, um, the ranty style. And I really am calling out the industry a lot now. Um, I am actually an active dog trainer. I actually work dogs, I have a dog right next to me, um, Bruno, who, um, is in, in our Florida board and train. Um, we document our work. We show our work. We do, we actually do live, um, online uh, courses. We just finished up a great e-collar one. In fact, we are doing a, um, with the dog that we just, let me just uh, go to a screen share right here. With with the dog Coco that we did the course with um, is a uh, the go-home session. Now, we couldn't do it live um, because of just logistically, like we went to a bunch of different places. But what we are is you can actually purchase the go home session right on our website, right here. If you go to academy.solidcanine.training.com, you can actually purchase any of our courses, <laughs> excuse me, right here. But this will also be doing a narrative. We're going to be, we're going to be emceeing this course as well. So, um, you buy it now, you watch it, but then also, I forgot the date, I'll get you the date by uh, tomorrow, I'll let you know, there'll be a um, live uh, stream with Joel and I um, going through the course with you and giving commentary, and it's about a 90-minute go-home. Um, it's not a recap, it's actually a step-by-step go-home with troubleshooting included, which I think is really, really important um, with Coco. She was an interesting dog. She she actually came to us in heat, which was really, really interesting because um, uh, there was a dramatic, dramatic change in, um, uh, in her personality when she, um, when she went into heat, according to her owners, um, just on the more on the nervous, fearful side. Um, so what I wanted to talk about um, 
today was, and I've been preaching this for 20 years and been making been made fun of for 20 years. Almost everything I've been doing, I've been made fun of and not playing the victim here at all because I can really give a flying fuck what, what people think, as we all know. Um, but no matter what kind of dog you have, whether it's a working dog, a drivey dog, um, a lazy dog, which is easy to create calmness um, in them. They're just lazy by, by nature. Um, I think it's important that folks understand the difference between um, calmness and sadness. Um, I'm not seeing too many sad dogs out there. Uh, I'm sure they exist. I'm sure, you know, first of all, what does a sad dog look like? Um, dogs can... If people are going by, oh, it's the look they give you. Well, is that really sadness or is that just pure manipulation? You know, ask yourself that. Is that sadness or is that pure manipulation? Because we are aware that dogs do manipulate um, humans and they're really, really good at it um, to get what they want. And they do. They pull on our heartstrings, um, which... It's fine. I mean, I, it makes sense. I mean, we're we're humans. We have hearts, and they're dogs, and they tend to want to get, you know, what they, you know, what they want to get. So, one of the things that, you know, I often talk about is is calm on command. And you can take the driviest dog that has not even had exercise. So I own a Malinois right now. I'm down to one dog, and Tex right now he is. Um, very drivey, um, as we show in all of his beach photo, beach videos, and chuck it videos, and um, swimming videos. Um, loves to work, has tons of energy, can't tire him out. Not interested in tiring him out, don't want to tire him out, and I don't try to tire him out. But instead, what I do is I don't get rid of the dog's drive. Um, I'm I actually want a dog to continue to have lots of drive. I love drivey dogs. But what I do is I spend um, uh, a lot of time creating calmness on command. What does that look like? Well, we've got another really drivey dog. Um, I'm on my laptop, so I have to pick it up right now. I don't know if you can see. Uh, you can't. Let me just switch cameras. Let me just switch cameras. And it might be hard to see. Um, because of uh, Bruno's a black dog. I don't know if you can tell. There's a place bed right there, and there's a black uh, a German Shepherd, Bruno, and he's been featured in many of our videos. And um, he also um, is a very, very drivey dog, and he has yet to be exercised today um, just because of the... Uh, um, I was working all morning up until... Up until up until I started the show. Um, and after this, we'll go play uh, Chuck It. Um, but right now he is lying down, um, uh, looking bored, but he's not. He's in place with his head down. Um, and uh, I assure you, if we went outside, he would be like ready to go. If I released him from place, he'd be ready to go. Um, it's so important to teach your dog how to be calm. The messaging that a lot of people are getting out there of um, of uh, what you should do is you should take your dogs, tire them out before you start training them. Um, I actually disagree with that um, uh, uh, highly. Um, I actually think that you should be able to train your dog actually um, when it's actually all excited and it is not 
um, tired. Um, in fact, that's what I actually that's what I actually want you to do. Um, I want you to actually be able to uh, train your dog when it's actually not tired, um, uh, because I want to get the real dog f from you. That's what I want, and I just think it's a fantastic, um, important thing and skill set to be able to do is to get your dog to be calm. So how do you do that? Well, there's a couple of ways. I think number one is having lots and lots of structure in your dog's life, but there's two key commands. One that I think is super, super important, though, is the place command. Um, the, the, the place command is a very practical command, and we've got free videos as well as it's part of our Green to Graduate um, online course, which is available at the academy that I just I just put up, put up. But you can teach your dog, no matter how badly behaved it is, no matter how out of control it is, you can actually teach your dog to go to a dog bed, lie down and relax in a day, and you can get it to stay there for long periods of time, meaning you know one hour minimum um, in less than a week. Um, you can, you know, we expect dogs to hold place command for, you know, two, three, sometimes even four hours. And a lot of people will say, geez, that seems extreme. I'm like, well, more and more people are working from home. Well, first of all, if you weren't home, your dog would probably go somewhere, lie down and sleep for four hours. So why, if, if your dog picks a place to lie down and sleep for four hours, why can't we, when we want to, where we want to, when we want to, do the same thing. So why can't why can't we just do what the dog's most likely naturally going to be doing anyway? But when we are in the picture, a lot of times the dogs expect us to be doing stuff with them. That's because we've trained them for that way. We've we've actually conditioned them that um, oh. You know, mom's home, dad's home. Um, uh, uh, we're going to go do something. I, I actually don't want that. I actually want the opposite of that. I want it to be, we'll do something when I say we'll do something. Um, and that's all part of the whole structure. So teaching the place command is fantastic. It also teaches your dog how not to be um, reactive because there's a stage where you would actually apply a punisher to your dog for breaking place. You actually can, um, if your dog is always overly aroused, you can actually correct over arousal. Um, you can, you can do that. There's so many different things that you can do to help your dog, um, get into a more relaxed state of mind. So just keep that in mind and when you see a calm dog, usually what happens is mm, a good example is when we go to say a big box store like Home Depot, we'll hang out at the front entrance, put our dogs into a down and they look uh, quote unquote bored. They definitely, people can interpret it as they look sad because they're calm and they're relaxed and they're lying down and their head is down and they're not responding to every environmental that's out there. I think that's a new, a new um, concept um, for a lot of folks, I think, I think a lot of folks are not used to seeing a dog do nothing on command. I think people are used to seeing out of control dogs. Um, I know myself, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. Most places you go to, you rarely see a, um, 
well-trained, well-behaved, calm dog. You usually see a dog that is um, not necessarily doing terrible on a leash or terrible in a situation, but they're usually over-aroused, out of control, not listening to their owners, and um, not doing much of anything but what the dog chooses to do, which a lot of times is just making the wrong choice. We, we, we've got to keep in mind that, that, that everybody, you know, there's this messaging out there that folks think that, you know, let dogs be dogs and, you know, dogs will always try to please the owner. And that's just not true. Dogs are pretty selfish. They're going to do what they want to do. If, do- if dogs wanted to please us, why do they keep digging holes in the backyard and we yell at them? If dogs wanted to please us, why do they keep whining and we yell at them for whining? Now, I don't yell at at dogs. I rather correct with a remote collar because I actually don't want to yell at my dogs. Um, I don't want to, I just don't want to yell at my dogs. Um, Not to say I haven't. We, I think we all yell at our dogs at some point um, because our dogs piss us off. Um, They're dogs. Um, But we've been, and I'm not against, I've never done any of these brain games, like to keep your dog busy. I've never actually done any of those. I've never actually bought into that, but I'm not against it. But if you're doing it to keep your dog occupied, have you ever thought about just training your dog to do nothing when there's nothing to do? Why do you always have to keep your dog occupied doing something? But I'm also a huge advocate of training your dog. But why can't your dog just, like, I've got two dogs in this room right now, Tex and Bruno, one mine and one one a client's dog, and they're just lying down doing nothing. Why? I'm doing a podcast. And if you really think about it, just ask yourself, like, what, what should they be doing? What should they be doing? Why can't they, why can't they, why can't they just do nothing? But so many people, so many people are just struggling with out of control dogs. I mean, people are giving up. They're surrendering their dogs because they have no control over them. They have no control over them. Dogs are running amok in the house. They're getting into trouble in the house. They're barking out the front window. Now, you can, you, you, you still want to stop all those things. You still want to address all those things. Um, but on a, on, a, on a proactive level, you also want to teach your dog just to chill. I mean, it's same with like, so... Angelo had his friend Vince over yesterday. I featured the two of them in our Instagram stories um, out with Bruno. They were a distraction. They were using that, those bubble wands, you know, the bubble wands. They were bubble wanding right over Bruno's head, and Bruno, you know, just had to lie down and not move. And, and um, But like when they're inside the house, there's no running around. So 
they uh, they don't watch video games or any of that stuff or watch TV. Or at least Angelo doesn't. Um, he plays video games at night. He gets an hour of video game time um, a day. Um, but if you want to run around and play, it's like swim in the swimming pool, practice soccer outside, run around with your friends outside, um, play basketball, shoot, you know, practice your soccer. Um, but in the house, he plays board games, sits and talks, you know, has a snack, Mr. Blueberry, you know. So it's creating an environment of, of rules and structure and calmness. And it's not hard to do. And it doesn't take long. I mean, it takes a day. It literally does. It takes a day to 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 instill it into the dog. I mean, then it takes, you know, maybe about a week to really make it um, pretty solid, pretty solid. So what do we have here for comments today? Stungle Buns, good morning. Good morning. How are you? These are going to be a good, good morning, Constance and JoJo and Brittany and Dan and BAL and Dar. Uh, and, uh, good morning. And then Dar says time change sucks. Um, it, it, it does. It does. Um, I'm enjoying the nights. That's for sure. I'm really enjoying how it stays brighter out later. And obviously, eventually, it's going to be, you know, nine o'clock and still bright outside, which is just fantastic. Um, the mornings, I'm still getting up at my normal time. Um, still going to the gym in the dark, coming home in the dark. Um, I just think it's going to rain today. It looks like a really cloudy day. So I think I think we might get rain. That's probably what today's little overcast sky is down here in Florida. Um, Stuggle buns. Um, we've been practicing uh, longer downstays in public, and people always say he looks tired or bored. No, he's training. He's calm. Yeah, that's usually that's usually the the um, response you'll get: tired and bored, or sad. And again. People are not used to seeing trained, controlled dogs in a controlled, rested position. They're just not. It just it doesn't it doesn't cross their mind. And and I get why. I get why. It's because nobody ever taught them. They can't do it with their dog, possibly. They can't do it with maybe any of their dogs. They accept the fact that their dog is like oh, my dog is difficult, hard to train, out of control, high energy. And it's like, yep, we work with all those dogs. So we can take your dog and we can do it in a very short period of time. And we give away that information for free for you to do it. We also have paid courses for you to do it. So, you know, you could do it too. You could do it too. Brittany says, good morning, everyone. Hope you all have a happy Wednesday. Agree. You too as well, Brittany. Thank you. Good morning, Jeff, from Stephanie, Ramona, um, and Raquel says, uh, that's so true. Probably commenting on my, um, people are not used to seeing dogs call. That, that, that's, that's a huge thing. There's a couple of big things. It's like people aren't used to seeing a calm, controlled dog with distractions, 
people are used to not of you not telling them not to pet your dog or not to have their dog come up to your dog and sniff it without permission. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that feel that they want. You know, it's it's really funny. Someone made a comment um, at uh, the farmers market the other day. Um, this doodleish, it was a Bernadoodle. Um, a lot of dogs, about a hundred dogs. We must, I must have counted at this farmers market on Saturday in downtown Sarasota. Great farmers market. Um, lots of dogs. Um, uh, and uh, dog was, was pulling up to pulling its owner over to every dog, which is what I call a dog not in control and an owner with no leadership. And the the dog pulled up to Bruno and we said, you know, please don't have your dog, you know, sniffing our dog. And he said, um, oh, I figured they'd want to meet. And, 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 and why? Why? Like, why did you figure that they wanted to meet? I mean, are you going to come up to me and say, hello, my name is whatever. What's your name? Nice to meet you. Where are you from? How are you enjoying the day? Have you made any purchases at the farmer's market? Which was your, which was your favorite stand? But did you want to meet me? No, you don't want to meet me. So, cause you're not interested in meeting me. Why are you assuming that your dog wants to meet my dog because they're both dogs? Because my dog has no interest in meeting you, or maybe it does, but I have no interested. I have no interest in having your dog meet my dog. This is really, really interesting. A lot of people do ask, "Hey, can they meet?" And which is great, and and we'll just say, "No, we're not meeting dogs." And they'll be like, "Okay." So. Um, let's see. I get crazy looks when I'm training around my apartments. Meanwhile, everyone else's dog is dragging them, um, charging my dog, uh, or off leash and not responding to their come command. Yeah. I mean, Raquel, that's, 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 that, that's the norm. That's the norm. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. And, and, and. It's it's too bad. It's too bad that that is the norm. And and why can't, you know, what you're doing with your dog be the norm? I really don't think it's laziness. I mean, of course there's lazy owners out there. But I honestly feel that it's just misinformation. Um, uh, I honestly feel that it's just misinformation. Good morning, Jeff. Um, uh, for my dog, those games were introduced by trainers in the past. And for us, it made him more ramped up. He's, his mind gets tired, try to achieve calm um, than, than any um, game could. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not against the games, but uh, it's sort of like I don't play golf. 
I, I, I'm not a golfer. I used to caddy when I was a kid. Acacia Country Club. Acacia Country Club. I'm from Lyndhurst, Ohio. I believe it was either I believe it was in either it was either in Lyndhurst or Beechwood. I believe. I'm not sure which town it was, but I remember I did I did ride my bike there because um, we rode we rode bikes everywhere. And um, I was a caddy there, and all I saw because a lot of people say I like to play golf because it's very calming and peaceful and. All I saw was so many angry, frustrated people on the course. So for a game that's supposed to calm you down, <laughs> sure as hell didn't look like it. I mean, who the hell is throwing their golf club into the woods or breaking a golf club over their knee or slamming a golf club on the ground? Like, that's not my ideal of a creating calmness in my, in my book. I don't know. Maybe... They had to just get their, their anger out. Ivy says, good morning, good morning to you. Uh, Maggie says, yes, I will take my dog to the gym and leave her um, in my Jeep. She'll be uh, on the couch anyways, and, the, and absolutely loves the new environment. So that's nice. That's nice. It's nice that you can, that's another thing about creating calmness. Like when we, when I'm out in California to see my folks, they're in San Diego, Um and uh, my dogs will come inside and they'll, I'll just put down a blanket and I'll tell them to go lie down on the blanket because um, they have a little dog who's not the best fan of dogs. Um, and I don't train my parents' dog. I'm, I don't train family, my personal family's dog. Um, um, and, and, uh, just out of respect. It's like, yeah, now my dogs can be in their house the whole time they're there. So, uh, Apex says, uh, good morning. Good morning to you. Kim says, trying. Well, keep, you're doing great, Kim. Don't be so hard on yourself. Emma says, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Deb says, good morning. New boarding train starts today. Awesome. I'm so excited to utilize many nuggets from the e seminar. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, the e-cower the e-cower seminar we did was good. What she's talking about, we did a five-day live e-cower seminar. We did a five-day live e-cower seminar, unedited, which people just are not doing. I mean, people are not showing their work unedited in real time. Um, we did that, and then we did a two-day troubleshooting, and now we did the go home, and we're going to be doing um, the narrative to the go home as well. Uh, Daniel, um, how are you? Good morning. Uh, New Zealand loves you. Thank you. Love, I love New Zealand too. Haven't been. I've been to Australia. Um, I loved. I loved Australia. I met a lot of New Zealanders there. Um, Don, Don. So I'm supposed to get my computer fixed today. My computer screen fixed today. So right now it's got this huge black bar that keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger down the screen. Obviously. I either dropped my computer or um, it's not a crack. It's just this, there's no, it's just dark um, right through the comments. Um, uh, people have been telling me my dog looks bored than they have their, their dog is being, when their dog is being an asshole. Um, yeah, uh, again, sometimes people will, 
when they don't have control over their dogs, it's just human nature. It's the way the, the, the human psychology works. It's if they can't accomplish something, they'll not quite insult someone else, but they definitely won't compliment them. Now, that's not to say that a lot of people won't say, geez, I wish my dog could do that. You know, that's a compliment. Um, um, well, mixed in with some negativity and um, uh, lack of understanding because their dog could do that. Because all the dogs that are calm, you know, most likely were not always that way. Training did go into it uh, 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 soon uh, as well, I mean. Uh, 320 me, um, your pup's getting her first bath soon. Well, that should be interesting. That should be interesting. Some dogs love the bath. Some dogs are afraid of it. Some dogs are scared of it. Um, you know, I just hose my dogs off. Um, Texas probably due for a good scrubbing. He just swims every day, multiple times a day. One of Angelo's chores. Um, uh, 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 so, Carol, Carolyn, Caroline or Carolyn, apologize if I got it wrong. 1,000 wrong information because if I had known what I know now four years ago, I wouldn't have the same dog struggles now. Well, yeah, but but you didn't know. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. You know, I mean, when we know better, we usually do better. When we know better, um, you know, we do better. Um, Allison says, uh, yes, I have to, you have to have eyes in the back of your head. Um, at the market, mostly children, but also adults just coming up while I'm purchasing something or chatting with a vendor and suddenly they're petting my dog on the ground or they're on the ground with your dog. And one uh, time a child was literally hanging off my dog and I was like, hi, this is my dog. Please let her go. So many out of control dogs at our local market. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of um, out-of-control dogs at um, farmer's markets. There's a lot. Um, people pet, people get so offended and taken aback by have having no touching of my dog. They look at me um, like the Grinch. So who has a problem? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's obvious. It's not your problem. It's the, 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 the psychology behind all of this is this. Once you start understanding um, why people want to pet your dog. When people want to pet your dog, it's not because they like your dog. It's not because they like you. It's because they want to be happy. Petting your dog makes them happy. So petting your dog makes them happy. And when you say, no, you can't, you've taken away what their perceived happiness is, even though you haven't. If you're not responsible, you're not responsible for, um, you're not responsible for uh, uh, their happiness at all. And if they want to get all upset or bent out of shape um, because you are not allowing them to pet your dog. Well, that's you're, you're entitled to that. You're entitled to that. Um, so that's why they get 
I mean, how many females out there have been called the B word or the C word after you told somebody you couldn't pet their dog? And that's a pretty intense response to be called a name like that with all you just did was say, you can't pet my dog. Allison says, out of control dogs and humans. Yes, there is. There's many of them out there. Cheryl, hello. Oh my gosh, the new Malinois is amazing. Awesome. So happy for you, Cheryl. She's um, settling in well. Great on and off leash skills, but has tons of confidence building. She has ball food and food drive and is smart doing introductions solely. Oh, good for you. Cheryl just picked up a 14-month-old Mal yesterday, I believe. Um, which could go either way. I mean, anytime you get a new dog, it go either way. But with a Mal, it can really, really be a total shit show. Um, so that's good. So massive structure, just massive structure. And um, start, start all your training now. Um, it sounds like the dog has some training behind it. Um, as far as confidence building, that just might be because it's with a new a new handler. Um but just work the dog. Just work the dog. Um, Cheryl says, um, with the other the other dog, two dogs came on. Not sure what that's what I'm referring to. Abby says, uh, the girl home was awesome. Good. Thank you, Abby. Yeah. And now it's doing better. Now the dog's doing much better. See, the dog was still in, it was at the very end of its heat cycle at the go home. I think its diaper was off for like a day or two, um, but it was the, the it was still swollen up. Um, but the dog came to us in heat, so it was interesting because the dog was in heat. And when we talked to the owner, it was really interesting because um, all of a sudden, as soon as the dog started its heat cycle, the dog got really, really nervous. Um, it's like wow, dog's really, really nervous, um, and, and started displaying. A lot of fear behaviors, and um, uh, we trained the dog up, and um, was still nervous during the training, um, more than usual, and uh, but it trained up fine. But now, uh, actually, we just went out to dinner with the owners the other night, and um, they send us videos, um, and dog's doing great. Dog is doing really, really, really great. Um, Brittany, uh, watch the recording of Coco's Go Home. It has helped me troubleshoot. Thank you. Yeah, troubleshooting is probably one of the most important things when it comes to training dogs. Human skills are extremely important. Explaining how to train to a human in, in non-dog training terminology is very, very important. Um, so training, there's an art to it. Um, Kim says, um, no, I started golfing. I took group lessons five times. Five times a day? And hit the course twice a week. Um, no different than dog training. You need to put in the time. And still, I can't keep my ball in the fairway, LOL. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not interested in uh, I'm just not interested in golf. A lot of people are. A lot of people. A lot of people in Florida are really. I mean, they love golf. There's a whole golf community. I mean, there's golf communities everywhere. 
Florida's got a lot of them, though. That's for sure. Um, Kim says five times a week. So you play a lot. Uh, Cheryl says, Raquel, I got the same crap. We trade several times a day, and the dogs pull them over um, all over. Yeah, I mean, you see that everywhere. I mean, it's just the reality of things. So you have to, you actually have to, that's why we train the way we train, because knowing that out in public, the dog is going to see all these dogs that are struggling with their energy, badly behaved, and um, you need to make sure your dog um, can be around all these dogs. Kim says, I'm uh, going to test out the skate park today. Uh, muzzle on. Oh, good. Skate park's good. Uh, Lisa, uh, enjoyed the go-home video. Jeff, glad I caught you this morning. Grateful for you and all uh, your help over the years. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. It really, really is. Uh, Raquel, um, thank you for your feedback. I definitely agree. It's a lack of knowledge on what it takes to make a well-behaved dog, not to mention they might um, pick a different breed altogether. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the problem is um, the problem is that there's so much conflicting information online that a lot of people are just so confused you know on what to do. Three, two, one, and me. Um, I've gotten the look for saying no to people. I'm getting her, giving her a treat. Yeah, that's actually pretty stupid to do. Try to just keep moving on. Just it's because there's so many dogs that are that are that have got allergies. I mean, you can have a dog that's say allergic to beef or chicken, um, and if somebody gives them a treat, they can have a negative reaction to it. Plus, your average treat is filled with chemicals. It's like. You know, if so, you know, if somebody comes over our house, they're going to be guaranteed pretty much a nutritious meal. Like, there's just no junk food in this house. There's no soda in this house. There's no highly sugarized things. Um, so, uh, I, I just think that um, people have to be really careful about. You know, I don't want my dog taking food from strangers either. Um, Emma says, um, shout out to a week of no lunging, barking as we pass dogs. Oh, that's awesome. I can't for wait, can't wait for what the future um, holds. Sorry, this goes, that, that line is going right through people's words. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 Emma, it's a wonderful feeling when you when it finally comes together. I, that's what I, you know, people really just don't understand, I think, what owners are struggling with. I mean, the fact that you can't walk your dog down the street. Excuse me. The fact that you can't even walk your dog down the street without it pulling, reacting. Um, even the opposite, it just lies down and puts on the brakes. I mean, I... People are just, if you haven't experienced that, you just don't know. It's not a fun life. It's not a fun life. So once you can get out of that, you're doing great. 
Chris says, good morning. Um, place can change your relationship with your dog. I've been told my dog is rude for ignoring their des destinations. Chris, what do you mean by that, their destinations? Explain that. Go into that more. Raquel, I never realized I was taking away someone's happiness. No wonder people get offended. Yeah, I mean, we assume it's because they like your dog. It's assumed because they like us. But we assume it's because they like your dog. It's like, no, they're not petting your dog for your dog's sake. They're petting your dog for their sake. So you're taking away – well, technically, you're, you're not – they're not entitled to do it, so technically you're not taking anything away, but the, their perception of it is you're taking away their happiness. So they get upset. Uh, Douglas says, uh, took our three dogs uh, to the um, FFA farm, um, the fair, or the fair, the farm fair. Uh, last night, uh, the new puppy, after uh, doing Green to Graduate and the Cow Are Alive, stayed in a down in front of kids and farm animals. That's good. That's impressive. I mean, and and that should be the norm. That should be the norm. And and so many dogs under five months old are capable of being fully off-leash trained. A lot of people don't start training till then. Um, Brittany says, uh, do you think uh, do not pet tag on a harness would help? No. I think I think a, a do not pet tag on your dog actually makes more people pet your dog. I really do. I'd rather um, you use your voice. I'd rather empower people more to like use your voice. Um, also, this whole like, I, I don't know who's funding it or the purpose of it, but this whole like yellow ribbon, yellow leash, yellow bandana, you know, I just see articles on it. Like, it means the dog is nervous and shy and shouldn't be approached. But, like, do you really think the average person knows that? No, they don't know that. So I just think you should just use your voice instead. Douglas Walker, that is awesome from... Uh, Lisa Cheryl says, uh, Douglas Walker, well done. Keep up the good work. Great group. Great supportive group. Um, sorry, I'm going to chop up your first name because I can't see it. I'm Bay Milano. Um, what is happening? Oh, we're doing a Q&A podcast. I do one every morning. It's geared around dog training. Um, Jojo says, um, it's brilliant reading how everyone is doing. Yeah. I mean, it's a really great group we have here. It really, really is. 
uh, training with uh, Rish. Shit, momming. Again, by tomorrow my screen will be fixed supposedly. Um, camera boy Milano, meet the spy. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Kim, the lives are so great. You get so many aha moments, eye-opening. Yeah, we'll be doing more of those. Michael says, uh, good morning, good morning. How are you? Training with Rish. Took my dog to the vet for a checkup. Um, The Texan vet gave my dog treats from a jar, milk bone brand, without asking me. I said, excuse me. I have treats for her, not feeding her that crap. Crazy how even at the vet, you have to advocate for the dog. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's like the crap that the vet sells, the kibble in the the bags is crap. You're right. I mean, milk bones, which have been around forever, is crap. Um. But that doesn't seem to be a concern. They want they want they want to create this. I understand why they're doing it, but it's it's going it's going about all wrong. Chris said uh, distraction phone must have changed it. How much Chris you're confusing me today. Allison, um, I've been working with some dogs under a year old. And I noticed a few of the boys have their rockets out and when doing training. Yeah, it's just arousal. Is this something you notice as well? Yeah. Yeah, just arousal. That's it. I'm just like, whatever. If you want to get a hard on when I'm working you, that's 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 on you, dog. Um, the owners get embarrassed, but I just continue like it isn't happening. Current pup is about six months old. Um, he's got great calm energy. I'm all working. Um, I just think he's excited about doing some reps. Yeah, I mean, hell, I mean, talk to any, your average male under the age of 20. We walk around with hard-ons for probably half the day. The wind blows and we get hard. Um, Emma says, tools for these dogs you have trained are all these dogs off tools at some point. I mean, some are, but that's not the, that's not, I mean, that's not the, the goal. Our goal, our goal is not that. I mean, we're training dogs for owners. So we don't, we're not training our own dogs. We're training dogs for owners with limited skill set. Our goal is for the dogs to listen to the owners, but there's so many factors. There's so many factors. You've got skill set of the owner the learning capability of the dog, the amount of practice that's put in, the amount of reps that the owner is doing, the amount of uh, public access work the owner does. So our, our goal is not to get a dog off. And a lot of people will say this, well, if the dog has tools on, then it's not trained. I would highly disagree with that because to think that, I mean, if anybody thinks that an e-cower trains a dog, an e-cower is a communication tool. Training trains the dog. The thing that you can put an e-cower on a dog and it will just listen to you is false. 
This is false. I mean, there's a couple of things that you can do getting out of the trash. You can just correct the dog really high. You probably don't have to do that again. But when you work with clients with limited skills and you work with dogs that are not, a lot of them, functionally cognitive and they struggle in life, and if the tool is the answer and dramatically helps, why get rid of it? It's not a failure. But, I mean, trainers will, they will, they will constantly say that. Well, if the dog has, you know, an e-cower on. Well, that's like saying if the dog has a leash on, forget leash laws. Just forget about leash laws. Leash laws, I mean, you can walk your dog off leash. I mean, last night we took an off-leash walk around our neighborhood. We have leash laws, but the dogs stay next to us. They're in control. I think there's a, there's, and, and, and a leash is a false sense of security. Dogs can actually break out of a leash. Um, dogs can still pull you over with a leash. Um, it's more, I, it's more about control. How much control does this owner have over their dog? Um, speaking of food, training with risk uh, uh, for dogs, someone asked me, um, about their, your take about raw food diet for dogs. I, um, advise them to speak with a trainer who has had, uh, who does raw food or someone that specializes in raw food like Thomas Sandberg. Um, I haven't tapped into that yet. Kibble is garbage. What is your take on the diet for all breeds? I mean, I feed raw, but there's a great ebook that's on our website. Thomas Sandberg um, wrote it. Um, uh, I think it's $19. And it's a great ebook on not only just raw, but a lot of um, minerals and additives, supplements that you're going to be feeding your dog to prevent diseases, but as well as post disease um, care. But I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of raw, and I do, and I do um, like real raw, like where, like this morning, just like yesterday morning, our dogs ate um, uh, beef, pork, duck neck. kidney, and then a bunch of supplements. Douglas Walker, um, while petting of the older two, did not allow for the puppy. Most people were polite, and um, that was nice and asked. That was, that's nice. It's always nice when people are polite. Same here. I have a German uh, shepherd um, who has allergies to both corn, wheat, and pork. Um, they were offended. Yeah, it's interesting how people get so offended. Um, isn't that crazy? I noticed they felt a bit offended. I don't care my dog's health over his happy treat. Agreed. Um, Cheryl says, LOL, when the wind blows. Sue O'Rourke. Um, um, something about uh, the crap. Patients are served uh, at hospitals. Medical industries have to focus more on proper nutrition for humans and dogs. Yeah, I mean... You know, Joel and I are talking about like other countries and, you know, they don't have the health problems that we've got over here. Their food is more natural. Like we're, 
when we were in Greece, um, there's an island we're looking at now, and um, I think it's Naxos. Um, and I mean, all their food, just about all their food, is from that island. Everything that's raised on that island, all their meats, all their vegetables, it's from that island. They probably import certain things, obviously. But, you know, this whole farm-to-table thing, it's like, it's not a novelty. It's just the way it is. No additives, no, no preservatives, no um, chemicals. Um, and in the United States, I mean, we've got, let's make everybody sick so Big Farm can, like, make you better. Let's let's make everybody overweight, um, but in a lot of other countries, they're they're more nutritionally sound than we are. Um, and then uh, Sue says, and the crap patients are served at hospitals. Medical industries have to focus more on proper nutrition. Excuse me for humans and dogs. Yeah, I mean, excuse me. No, even when COVID was. I mean, COVID still exists, obviously, but nobody, nobody, I mean, you were banned. You were banned if you talked about preventive. Nobody was talking about preventive. Nobody was talking about, um, I mean, ivermectin was literally, you mentioned ivermectin. They, they literally, like, eliminate you from social media platforms. Um if you remember the whole thing with Joe Rogan and how CNN and all the major news outlets were saying that he's, you know, you know, using horse dewormer. And if you go to, I mean, obviously you, ivermectin paste is for, they use it for horses, but also ivermectin is also in um, heartworm meds, but it's also used billions of times. It's also been around, I believe that, the person that invented it got a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, ivermectin has been around for years. It's been served up to over a billion people um, safely. Um, and then there's, you know, all kinds of preventive stuff. And there's all kinds of um, existing meds that can help with a lot of diseases. And... We all know that the COVID shot didn't work. Um, that's, we were lied to. We all know that vaccines don't work on the COVID. We all know that um, you can still get it, still spread it. You can get it multiple times. Um, I personally am not vaccinated. That's my personal choice. Um, but there's people that have had the shot that have gotten it multiple times. And um, we all know that once you get the shot, you're more susceptible to get it. I mean, this is all documented information now. It's all documented information. And it's it sounded, and to some people, that might be a conspiracy. But um, when you actually, and it's funny because Dr. Malone, who was called a quack at the beginning of COVID, now is back on new shows and talk radio and he hasn't changed his story and now he's reputable but he hasn't changed his story so 
now people listen to him. Some people do, but you know, the, the, the mainstream media made him look like a total quack and he was banned from every platform, but nobody talks about preventive stuff. Um, Brittany says last night, you mentioned there was a guy that had sent you some raw food to try out and you, um, you liked it, please share at some point if you remember who it is. Um, Oh, let's see. Let's see here. Give me a second. Let me see if I can find this person. Um, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. It's not in my top 50 emails, so it's buried somewhere. It's buried somewhere. Um, Jeff, you can vouch for me, Constance. Um, I have a dog who's always had um, his red out. It's embarrassing. We just um, ch uh, chose it. He's a perv and ignore it. Yeah. Emma says uh, vegetarian diet, but they say it's not just food, um, but the lifestyle. Yeah. But also you know, a Mediterranean diet. Yes. I think it's a vegetarian. I was, was going to say, because meat's not, there's, you, you can get farm raised organic grass-fed meat that's not bad for you. Meat is not bad for you. Um, uh, uh, chemicals are bad for you. Preservatives are bad for you. Um, um, be, being a carnivore or an omnivore is not being, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. But the Mediterranean diet, though, is fantastic. It's fantastic. All right, it's nine o'clock. I've got to get. Uh, I got to get going. Sorry, I had to get to all your um, um, uh, uh, questions. So I apologize. Um, all right, madly in love with all of you. I will see you all tonight. We can continue some of the conversation tonight if we want to. Um, I will be back tomorrow morning, and uh, don't forget to go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com to look at all of our courses at a minimum, subscribe to our channel. Uh, we send out emails that uh, with things we're doing that nobody else knows about that we don't publicize. So definitely check out um, the Green to Graduate course. Definitely check out the Go Home session, which was, it's a nigh about a 90 minute Go Home session. Um, it's, so it's not a highlight reel. It's the actual go home session with troubleshooting, um, um, uh, going on. Uh, so, all right. Hope everybody, uh, has a fantastic day. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.